The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be looking into the crystal ball to tell you SEOs and content marketers what you can expect in 2021. Joining us again today is Colin Colburn, who is a senior analyst at Forrester, which is one of the most influential research and advisory firms in the world. Colin's research focuses on current and future trends in performance marketing, including strategies and best practices for search engine optimization, paid search advertising, Amazon advertising, voice search, mobile search, local marketing, and emerging marketing channels. And today, Colin is going to share some of his perspectives about what has happened and will happen in SEO this year. All right. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. On with the show, here's my conversation with Colin Colburn, Senior Analyst at Forrester. Colin, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Really, really excited to be here once again. Kick off hopefully, hopefully a year that's not going to be... Uh, it's, kind of turbulent and crazy as last year, but we'll see. Why was what was turbulent about last year? I just sat here and recorded podcast the entire time. What happened to you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well let's not go into too much detail about the global pandemic, but you're a prominent and returning guest to the Voices of Search podcast. Last year we had you come on and you did some predictions about what was going to happen in 2020 for SEO and content marketing. You didn't tell us that the world was going to change. I know. It was out of uh, out of view in my crystal ball. I depend on you for this stuff, Colin. I, you know, we, <laughs> we really would have liked to have had a heads up about getting locked inside with our families. Yep. But that said, hey, mea culpa, it's a new year. Let's move on. Tell me, first off, you know, before we talk about what you think is going to happen in SEO, obviously last year was 
I'm going to use a technical term here, a shit show. <laughs> what was the impact for SEOs because of the pandemic in your eyes? How did the industry shift? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. Most of marketing did not fare very well, right? During last year, because as the pandemic hit, as businesses realized that this is going to kind of turn things upside down for many of them, one of the first things you do during a time of volatility is look to cut budget. And one of the first areas to cut budget... And cut, cut budgets and fire your marketing team. Yeah, one of the first areas is marketing. All of that said, I mean, it's actually been pretty impressive that SEO and content marketing have been sort of the things that have been most necessary during the pandemic because most of the budget that was cut was media and, and advertising. And because content and SEO are earned marketing sort of functions that are always necessary, regardless of what's going on, they took center stage in a lot of cases where I was getting many more questions from our clients at Forrester about SEO strategies, tactics, and best practices with SEO than many, many other areas. Something like paid search you know, really sort of went out the window. I think that's one of the nice things that happened is that they almost took center stage for lots of organizations as like this sort of next man up philosophy of, you know, we can't do paid search, well, we might as well do this now. That's such a relief because I've been sitting in front of this microphone for roughly a year now, ever since the pandemic, the outbreak originally started, saying everyone is cutting their performance marketing budgets, SEO and content marketing are more important, and that we're seeing adoption. Now, look, I'm hearing that all from the SEO community saying, our businesses are great, we're retaining our clients, people are looking more into SEO, wonderful for the service providers, great for the people who are the operators. And it's reassuring to hear that it's actually true from the analysts that have the top-down view of the industry are there specific players in the SEO space that you thought fared well? Was it the data companies, platforms, services, in-house marketers? You know, who actually thrived as a result of last year's mix shift? Yeah, I would say, that, I mean, really three big winners in this. One is agencies and consultancies. They had lost so much from SEO increasingly being taken in-house by brands over the years. And as organizations did things like furloughs and layoffs, you know, as unfortunate as that is, in order to keep on producing content and keep on optimizing websites, businesses lean more heavily on scaling their resources through outside consultancies and agency providers. So they were a winner. I would say that the SEO platform space was also winners in this because a perfect example, you know, I was talking to a client earlier this year and they were telling me that when the pandemic hit, and this is a multi-location company that had hundreds of hundreds of locations across the globe. When the pandemic hit, being able to use their SEO platform to update their location information, their website information was hugely critical during parts of the pandemic where there was lockdowns and shutdowns of businesses. So they were winners in that regard. And then the last one is definitely in-house marketers. I mean, even though we did see layoffs and furloughs in some industries, specifically travel being a really bad one. But lots of other industries, B2B, I would say consumer technology space, saw lots of growth in those sectors. And I've seen, I mean, it's anecdotal, I haven't done it in the analysis, but you know, places like LinkedIn and Indeed and others, there seems to be lots and lots of roles for SEOs today that I might not have seen as many in years past. So 2020, a great year for SEOs. Boy, I'm sure it felt that way for all of us listening to this podcast, you know, maybe 
personally, it wasn't great. Professionally, it might have been a good year. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're seeing now. You know, we're seeing not only the coronavirus has hopefully peaked and now we're starting to see some dips. Um, we're seeing marketing budgets start to come back in. You know, the CPG companies are starting to get back into their paid media budget. So paid media is getting a little more expensive. What has happened so far this year and what are some of the trends that you think are going to impact SEOs? Yeah, I think a couple of trends this year so far. One is that confidence is definitely being restored in some sectors where you're starting to see media and marketing budgets come back to pre-pandemic levels. It's not for all industries, but for many important ones. I would also say that, you know, look, so many organizations have had to pivot to becoming digital first. And that's a win when it comes to any owned or earned media properties, whether that's your website, social media handles, whatever. That's a win in terms of being able to produce the content that's needed to bring the brand to life for the consumer that is engaging and having experiences with your brand through digital means. I think those are just two huge things that really feed into the elevation of SEO and content to be a bigger part of an organization's pivot to being more digital first, whether they're a digital first brand or a traditional brand that's pivoting. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So there's a wider base of need for SEO. Good things for the operators that are listening to this podcast. Do you see that SEO is still going to be seen as critically important to brands or are we seeing a shift back towards confidence is coming back? I'm going to reinvest in my paid performance marketing so I'm going to move back towards that being the center of my marketing mix and move away from SEO being the gemstone or, you know, what's the balance look like between paid and organic growth? Yeah. So, I mean, there's no doubt that paid will still be the lion's share of budget, time, resources. There's just no getting away from it. What I'm hopeful for is that organizations are going to realize that it needs to be a balance between paid and organic. And not necessarily a 50-50 split in terms of budget, but a balance in terms of priority and the level of attention that is given to both organic and paid. So I think for organizations that have done and continue to do a really great job of showcasing 
the ROI and the value that SEO provides to the business are going to succeed in being able to have that balance be struck in your organizations. Again, just sort of elevating the the conversation a little bit for the SEOs to be able to say like, look, this is the value and this is the impact that the work that we do has on the business. Yeah, my prediction is that obviously there's going to be some companies that are going to shift back towards a reliance and a focus on paid media. And it depends on what type of brand. If you're doing a e-commerce brand that's an impulse purchase type product or some sort of retail product, right? You got to rely on Facebook. That's where people are looking for those products. But for the companies that have been able to rely on SEO and have gone, you know, sort of across the chasm of I've spent my six to eight months or my year developing my SEO strategies, right now they're less reliant on that paid media. They've built up that base. And once you invest in SEO, it becomes more valuable over time. So there's less of a need to show ROI based on performance marketing. I think that 2020, as we look back, is actually going to be a good thing for SEOs. Agree or disagree? I agree. And I would actually even add that the marketers out there that are both proving the performance and proving the brand impact that SEO has, I think are really going to be the ones that are going to win the most this year. That's one thing that I've actually seen more of, which I've been pleasantly surprised by, is that more organizations are taking a holistic approach to SEO, not just for how can we get more clicks and more traffic to the website, but how can we do that? How can we improve revenue? And how can we improve awareness and reach of our brand, of our product portfolio? Last question for you. You know, we've talked a lot about the impact of SEO as a channel, about what's going to happen in terms of, you know, operators and sort of the value of SEO in in-house organizations. Talk to me a little bit about your predictions for Google. Last year was a crazy year for Google. We had some litigation with the US government, a fair amount of algorithm changes. What are some of the things that you see coming down the pipe for the big G? I mean, obviously, the Core Web Vitals update that's going on is pretty significant. And I think just a movement towards greater focus around user experience. You know, Google's been so focused on content experience and the quality of the content that the website brings. I think they're going to be focusing on that and increasingly on the actual experience that a user has when they click through to a website, regardless of the content. So... I think we're going to see more and more of that. I think it actually means that user experience, you know, research design people at organizations are going to have to be brought in to the SEO process fold. You know, I always talk about SEO as being a process, cross-functional driven strategy required, you know, many, many different functional areas to be included. And this is just one other function that now needs to be included in a meaningful way as this continues to be a core focus for for Google. The last thing I'll say here is that finally, I'm starting to see that I believe that marketers are starting to think about the idea of discovery and the idea of how customers move from discover to explore to research and then to buy in a more holistic way of how to search fit into each of those stages. So I think that as that happens, it will be interesting to see, bringing it back to Google, it'll be interesting to see how Google starts possibly being more concerned about and more publicly concerned about the role that Facebook, Amazon, those two in particular, but others, what role they actually do play in terms of customer touch points across that journey. 
Yeah, I think last year was an interesting year for Google, you know, setting the stage for what is going to be more of a focus on user experience, having the SEO community focus on some of the technical side of the house and less on the content, which has been a departure from what I think the last couple of years were focused on. Colin, we're going to bring you back tomorrow, get into a little bit more detail talking about the content side of the house. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Colin Colburn, Senior Analyst at Forrester. In the second part of our conversation, which we're going to publish tomorrow, Colin and I are going to go in-depth on his thoughts on what's going to happen this year for content marketers. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Colin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Colin Colburn, C-O-L-L-I-N-C-O-L-B-U-R-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is forrester.com, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-E-R.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Data.